Good evening. Good morning. I was going to say good evening. Hope everybody's doing well today. I'm uh, getting my nights and mornings mixed up. I was, like yesterday evening when I was uh, uh, putting the title uh, on the uh, social media. Uh, I'm always used to in the mornings putting morning devotions underneath it. And uh, caught myself doing that. Had to change it and, and fix it to where it said uh, Fountain Life Bible Church Wednesday evening service. And then here this morning, I want to say good evening instead of good morning. So, <laughs> see, I, I'm all screwed up. I don't know what's going on. But uh, I do hope everybody's uh, woke up and uh, in a, a good mood and ready to hit the day running and uh, glad to be alive. And just think, if you opened your eyes this morning, then the Lord has a plan for your life. And, uh, and he is the reason for living. So let us uh, look to him for guidance and direction as to where he should take us today. And uh, Ed, good morning to you, sir. Thank you for watching. Uh, you know, of course, I always uh, I do a little brief political commentary before my devotions. And the reason why I do that are twofold. One is uh, uh, I do it to... Uh, uh, well, just bluntly, I just do it to kill a little bit of time because it takes a few minutes for people to see the videos to pop up. And so I do it to, for that. And two, I think it's good for Christians. You know, this is, uh, to me, it's just like a, uh, when we do these devotions in the morning. It's just like a, a meeting of, of friends. And as friends, we discuss certain things. And uh, it may you may find what I say offensive. Well, that's just the great thing about America. You can be offended, and we can still remain friends, you know, as opposed to the liberal left who want to say to the contrary, if you are offended, then you must be silenced. That's that's their agenda. And, uh, of course, this circus of the Democratic National Convention is just uh, hilarity uh, at its finest. Uh, the, the blatant lies and the uh, uh, Obama was one of the worst if not the worst president in the history of our nation, first black president and to cause more racial division than any other president before him when he had the ability to uh, bring healing out of this land, sending money to our enemies. I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, you know, and then you have Bill Clinton, who's been uh, picture after picture with underage uh, girls and uh, Epstein's Island and pedophile Island and uh, or well I should the alleged underage girl I should say uh, but anyway uh, but you know they, they esteem him uh, had that been a Republican or a conservative oh, they would have uh, demonized him in a heartbeat but they just brush it under the rug and uh, just I mean just then you see this in Portland this guy drug out of his car and beat up about beat to death after trying to help a, a transgender woman uh, because uh, the backpack was getting stolen, uh, and uh, uh, you know it's it just it's it's chaotic, it's crazy, and I often wonder who you know who would even you know in their right mind. I mean, anybody's even got a brain cell could even consider voting for Biden. And then sure enough, on my social media, I didn't say nothing. Trust me, I wanted to. Oh, <laughs> how I wanted to. Uh, as uh, had uh, pro Biden on their uh, profile picture, and uh, and had this ridiculous uh, Photoshop pictures of Trump trying to say that he is worse than Biden and that he paid off a rapist and he's a pedophile trying to show pictures with him with children. I mean, it's just it's nauseating. It's just sickening. Uh, you know, uh, is President Trump perfect? No. But hey, he's getting the job done. He's fulfilled every promise. And, uh, and if people can um, uh, believe some of the, uh, the stupidity that's out there and cannot see with their own eyes the good that our president's done are just 
you know, it just, I don't know. I better not, what I want to say is not very Christian-like, so I guess I better just let that go. But anyway, I just, uh, amazes me. I mean, here we have Biden and Kamala Harris, who are just evil, vile, disgusting, radical liberals, who are uh, the very antithesis to anything remotely Christian or godly. And uh, it just uh, the fact that anybody could even think of voting for these these oh, just, it's sickening. So my friends, the point is get out and vote. Be sure, do not take for granted for a second, because you know and I know both that uh, the liberals are going to cheat, steal, kill. They will do everything they can uh, to try to steal this election and, uh, and try to make it like Trump is going around stealing mailboxes. I mean, it just it's. Keep making stuff up. It's it's pure insanity. It really is. But all right, my friends, well, Linus, uh, it's time for us to do our pledge of allegiance. And so, if you have the ability to and can, I uh, uh, ask that you will uh, stand and uh, place your hand over your heart and uh, let us say uh, the pledge, my friends. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. You know, used to, you could say the uh, wolf is at the door. I think the wolf has done come in the door, and now he's seeking to uh, devour and destroy what's inside. And uh, my point is, in that illustration, is that uh, we have those within our government who seek to destroy our liberties, our freedoms, our free speech, uh, our Christian liberties. And, uh, uh, you know, it is, uh, we are uh, on dangerous territory right now. And if you don't understand and realize that by now, Lord help you. And uh, so we just need to, we need to pray dearly uh, for uh, what's going on. Well, let's, uh, my Bible over here. Let's uh, get our Bibles. We're looking at Ephesians uh, chapter 5, verse 2. And uh, so if you have your Bibles handy or device, whatever you use, be sure and turn to that. Uh, for those who are not able uh, or can do that at this moment, I bring these verses up so that you can uh, um, read along with me here. Uh, it says, Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. And walk in love as Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself for us in offering and sacrifice to God for sweet-smelling savor. And as me, uh, Pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. Now, my friends, uh, when I was in school, when I was in high school, I uh, was an average student. I went to school because I had to. I didn't really care about my grades. In fact, it was rarely I ever took a book home. Uh, the only uh, class that I really had to make myself study in was in biology, and uh, uh, and I, I did praise God I, I made a good grade in there. But uh, but I didn't really care. You know, I showed up, did what I had to do, and, and went home. I could care less. I was just an average 2.0 student. And, uh, and, and, of course, uh, if, uh, statistically, uh, my height, my uh, IQ, my everything is pretty average down the line for a lot of people. And, uh, but here's the thing. 
you know, a lot of times when you're at work and in places, they, they will do uh, work evaluations and they will say you're average, above average, or exceeding uh, the expectations. And of course, you uh, if you're in those type of positions, you always want to aim for the exceeding expectations because if you're just average or above average, you know, they don't really, you know, they, they, they'll get on your case and expect and demand for you to do more or do better, particularly in sales. And uh, when I was working for CenturyLink, uh, that's one thing Lord blessed me with. I have the ability to sell. I can sell sand to an Arab. I'll just be honest with you. And uh, and in fact, people would get so jealous uh, because we would have competitions, and uh, and whoever sold the most, gosh, we won. I won a patio set. I won a weed eater, uh, and all these things. And uh, uh, people would get mad, jealous. They'd trash my desk. Uh, they really would. They would trash my desk, and 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 uh, because they were so jealous. Well, they had one competition, and uh, you had to get like this fake money, and uh, you could, you know, uh, when you sold, they would give you this fake money, and they had like a almost like a mock store, if you will. And uh, there was this Darth Vader helmet. I still got it. It's downstairs, and uh, I wanted. I was, I was trying to win that. Well, somehow the, the, some of the others caught wind of that that I was trying to win that. Well, uh, they pulled their money together. One woman went down there and bought it before I get it. And I thought, hey, darn, I was hoping to get that. Well, it, it come out. What happened? And boy, they, they the powers that be went off and uh, made her return that Darth Vader helmet because they said that was unfair, that she had to earn the money by herself. She couldn't pull money from other people in order to, to get that. And I ended up having the amount that I needed to to get that helmet uh, but that's how 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 upset they were because I was exceeding uh, the uh, the average norm there at uh, uh, CenturyLink and uh, but I hated it though I hated every second of it uh, even though I was successful there I hated it because the people I called up were just so rude and nasty it just it just takes a toll on you after a time my point is my friends that uh, as Christians we come to know Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior. Uh, you know, there can be a certain amount of uh, euphoria, uh, zeal, uh, excitement uh, in coming to know Jesus Christ. When, you, when, uh, when the Holy Spirit touches your heart and illuminates your eyes, and you come to have an understanding of what Christ's atoning work on the cross, what he done for us, his substitutionary atonement, and, and what it means for Jesus Christ to love us, to save us, that he's offering eternal life. And when we accept that, uh, there can be just this uh, excitement uh, I've seen uh, with a lot of people. Uh, they're just so on fire. they got so many questions, and so they're so excited. But after our, after our time, particularly new Christians uh, and a lot of Christians, they just become, they just start skating by. They just become average. Uh, they are happy in their average spiritual walk. And they don't try to exceed uh, where they're at. They don't try to grow beyond what they are. They are just average. And my friends, you know, we can ha have be an average 2.0 student. You could be an average worker. You could be the, an average spouse or whatever it may be. But when it comes to the things of God, we have to have a zeal. We have to have an excitement. We have to have a passion for Jesus Christ. You know, yesterday we were talking about self-awareness and how easy it is to focus on uh, your um, inadequacies and worrying about what other people think and, and uh, distracted with uh, the thoughts and the things that you have said and done in the past. And I, I, that is my own weakness. But here's the thing. We need to be Christ-aware. 
uh, instead of self-aware, which can draw you into self-pity and self-absorption, we need to be Christ-aware and be focused on the things of Jesus Christ. Or if you are just an average Christian and you're just in, uh, and, and you're just in the routine mode, well, I go to church, I try to pray, I try to read my Bible, and just can't get into it, and you're just, you're just blah. The only way is to have Christ awareness, uh, to have that, that drive, uh, if you will, to, uh, uh, to, to be absorbed in the things of Jesus Christ, to be absorbed in God's Word and in prayer, uh, to be excited about the things of God. And the only way we can do that is have that right relationship. Remember, this is a relationship. Uh, you know, a marriage isn't going to last very long if you're just mundane and blah, and every day you're just like, eh, I'm just not into it. You know, if you talk to your spouse today, eh, I said hi and went on. Well, you know what? The, the, if that is eventually going to take a toll, and uh, one or the other is going to say, you know what, this is not working out, and they're going to they're going to leave. Uh, because you have to uh, let the other person, you have to have communication with the other person. Let them know that you love them, that they look nice today, that they, you know, how was your day? You know, talking, communicating, uh, and, and trying to think of ways that uh, you can do things that uh, can even help the relationship, you know, uh, to, to have that, that passion. And, um, you know, uh, and that's the same thing with Jesus Christ. We have a relationship, and we need to have that open communication with us in Christ. And if you uh, and if we and all the way we can do that is to be have that have passion, uh, that uh, that drive uh, to want to uh, to exceed. You know, remember in that those work evaluations, there's average, above average, and exceeding, and um, make sure that you are exceeding above average, so that we can have that excitement uh, for Jesus Christ once again. Uh, you know, it is, um, I think that so many people get so self-absorbed with the things of the world. Uh, they're so focused on the things of the temporal uh, that they neglect what is truly important, and that is the eternal, working and focusing on the things of Jesus Christ. My friends, I can't explain, you know, uh, uh, emphasize enough uh, to really focus on God's Word, to really you know, understand it. You know, if you, if you have trouble understanding the Bible, now, this morning I read from uh, the King James Version, okay? And uh, in the King James Version, it can be difficult to understand. But uh, in my uh, study Bible, I have the English Standard Version, okay? And, uh, and so I study from the English Standard Version for my personal study uh, in uh, the mornings. Why? Because it's easier to understand. When you're reading King James, you're, it's hard to keep focused because the time you get done with the theeth and the thoueth, you're talking about Sylvester the cat. You're saying suffering thuckatath. You know, you're, you're kind of losing, you know, you're too worried trying to figure out what is being said instead of what's being said. Uh, you may think, oh, no, what? what did he just say? You can focus on, you're trying to figure out what King James is saying instead of focusing on what God's word is trying to tell you. And so the uh, English Standard Version is probably one of the most, if not the most, accurate translation out there. And, uh, and I always recommend a uh, good study Bible, English uh, study, ver study Bible, English Standard Version Study Bible. I'll get out here in a second. And what I like about it is it will have, because um, I've got one, I don't have it here, it's in my office at the church, but it will have um, the, the scripture up here. But then out at the bottom, it will have a section explaining what those verses mean. So in other words, it helps you to have a more in-depth understanding of the passages you're trying to read. If you're just simply just opening the Bible and saying, uh, let's say, 
Well, let me read uh, Ephesians 6. That's where it turned today. I'll read uh, three verses and I'm good to go. Well, then you wonder why you have no zeal or no passion for the things of Christ. I mean, if that's all you're doing, well, let me see. You know, it's kind of like looking at your spouse rolling over going, well, I guess I got to say hi to you today. How you doing? And walking off. I mean, really, that was the same mentality uh, that you're, you're, you're having. And so... Uh, uh, that's why we need to, to make sure that we're truly engaged uh, with the things of the Lord. We're engaged in his word. This is Remember, this is Christ's love letters to us. And we don't need to let that passion, we don't let to, we need to let that zeal uh, wane in any way, shape, form, or fashion. We need to be on fire. And now more than ever, it is crucial to have that close, intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. This, this world is going to hell in a handbasket in a hurry. And it's imperative that we have that close, tight relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's why it's a pair, That's why I post every day. You know, uh, some people say, well, I don't know what to read. Well, that's why I post every day how to read the Bible in a year. You can look it up in Google if you want to. How, you know, there's a one-year Bible online, and it tells you exactly what to read each and every day. And so that's why you've got to get on there. And that way, one reason why I like that, read the Bible in the year, it helps me to stay accountable. And uh, I know exactly what I need to read for that day. I don't have to second guess. I don't have to wonder. I know each day, here's the verses I need to read. And if for whatever reason, heaven forbid, I miss a day, uh, I know I can go back and catch up and then go on. And, uh, and, I, and praise God, I have read through the Bible. Uh, let me think here. This will be the 14th time I've read through the Bible. Come the end of this December, uh, be the 14th time I've read completely through the Bible. And that's an awesome feeling to know that you have read completely uh, through uh, the Bible like that. So let's be excited. Let's be on fire for the things of Jesus Christ. Let's have that zeal. Let's encourage one another. That's why it's important that we go to church. Uh, you know, and uh, make it. You know, when you go to a pep rally, how you're excited. I mean, when I was at uh, Daniel Boone High School, and and uh, we were uh, part of the pep club. In fact, we the we started that there, and I don't know if it still exists or not. But man, we was making banners, and we were excited. And when it's time for a game, buddy, we were out there. We were chanting. We were hollering. We were getting people riled up getting people excited man that's what we need to do as christians we need to be excited we need to be riled up we we want to tell the world we want to shake everybody say do you know jesus christ let me tell you about his love let me tell you about his peace let me tell you what he can offer you he can give you eternal life to be excited and so many people walk around like they're in a morgue man so many christians walk around like they are miserable Man, we need to, to snap out of that that average thinking. Let's let's go to the beyond exceeding expectations uh, in that job evaluation, and that we are not just average and happy in that average walk. That we're in a constant, continual state of growth, and and that's what Christ wants us to do. And the only way we can have find that passion again is to truly dive into God's Word, to truly try to understand it and absorb it and be Christ-aware and to be constantly focused upon Him. And if we can do that, then we can snap out of that, that average mundane way of thinking and we can find that zeal and passion we once had when we first became Christians. So my friends, I implore you, I urge you today to be not self-aware, but Christ-aware. So let's go ahead and have a quick word of prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, it's easy to uh, take for granted our walk with you. It's easy to uh, be 
content with an average way uh, that we are uh, dealing with our spiritual walk and no longer seem to have that passion and drive we once had when we first got saved. Lord, help us uh, to be Christ-aware. Help us to be completely Christ-focused and centered. Help us, Lord Jesus, to have that zeal, that excitement, that passion uh, that only you can give. And one of the way we can do that is drawing close to you each and every day. And Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, God, and protect us till we meet again. Lord, be with our nation. Bring healing upon this land. I pray that you'll touch the hearts and minds of uh, the people of this nation before it's too late. And Lord, be with our police officers and our families. Bring protection about them. Know that they are loved, needed, and appreciated. Lord, be with our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, and Ginger Hood, and Troy Hood, and Wendy Lee, and Mr. Murph, and uh, Linda, and David Feathers, and uh, Lord, I pray that you be with Mousie, and her uh, family, and her brother, and brother-in-law. Uh, Lord, I pray that you be with Ron and Thelma Thompson, and bring healing upon them. And Lord, I just pray that you be with our president, give him the proper wisdom, knowledge, and discernment the running of our country. Lord, uh, protection about him and his family. Lord, let our election turn out to be a good, happy result. And Lord, uh, will, will help us to trust in you no matter what the outcome is, that you are in control. Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching uh, this morning. Uh, Ed, uh, I will not even try to pronounce your last name, but uh, he said, that's right, live life all out for Christ. And he said, we can be the Indiana Jones-like believer going all out for the kingdom. That's a good uh, good statement there, Ed. Thank you. Well, uh, don't forget, uh, this Sunday, uh, we're going to have, um, uh, of course, we'll be meeting physically uh, at the church that morning from 11 to 12. Uh, Dad's uh, uh, morning, uh, uh, Sunday morning sermon title is The Rock. And then uh, we're going to have an outdoor service Sunday evening at 6 o'clock. So uh, be sure to come on out for that. I'll be leading uh, the evening message. And so bring your chair, your blanket, and uh, come on out. Let's fellowship together and be outside, be pretty, and won't be too hot. And uh, we can uh, have some fun together as a church family. Come together as a body of Christ and, uh, and hear, hear the word. So. If you'd like to uh, share these devotions, uh, you can always find me at Dr. Young 77 If your friends and family don't do uh, social media, they can always find me on our church website each morning at 6.15 at flbconline.com. And or you can find me on YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young. And finally, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Dr. Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes. Free of charge, audio only, and you can uh, listen to all the sermons, listen to all the morning devotions as you're going out and about your day. Well, hope everybody has a fantabulous day, a great day, a wonderful day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.